And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's the Plague Week 8 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who is ready after two months in quarantine to reopen herself to business. The business of love, that is. It's Renee Colvert. And he's a comedian who once was filled with Zoom gloom till he found the ones with whom he could casually Zoom. Casually Zoom in his room. In his room in full bloom. It's Kevin T. Porter. Tone Zone is here to swelter in place. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the freakout train and say, what the fucking fuck is going on? Seriously, what the serious fuck? Is this on lives now? Jesus fuck. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hello, my little spiced carrot muffins. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. And yes, I did pronounce welcome as if I was choking. Uh, maybe I was. Um, that particular carbohydrate was sent in by Sarah, just Sarah, no last name, on Patreon. 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 Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. My Patreon is going off, you guys. Um, I, it's, uh, it's been lovely. Something I think about both lockdown and the fact that I'm putting the video from the episodes up on Patreon now, I think just means that a lot of people are saying, Hey, this dusty old turd that was sitting there all along, oh I would like to take, I would, I would like to put <laughs> lipstick on this pig. And I say, welcome. Um, you are pr- especially going to want to check out the Patreon video of this episode because while, because this entire time, one of my guests who I'm going to introduce in a second, maybe I'll just introduce him right now. It's Kevin Porter has been switching <laughs> okay. his Zoom background. And it has been a feast for the eyes. Hello, hi. Welcome. How are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm fantastic. This is all we have now is Zoom backgrounds. That's I what's know. fun now. And I... for half of these, they are just pictures I've taken of my friends, like this one. Or Who is this that? One. That's my friend Gabe. That's my friend Mia. That's my Wait, friend Jossie. Your friend Mia. Go back to your friend Mia for a second. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, now, okay. So when I only saw half of her face over your shoulder, I was like, mm-hmm. is that Taylor Swift in Ooh. a short dark wig? But it's no, not. but you have, you have stumbled upon a commonality with all my friends in which I only want to be like- friends with attractive people. <laughs> <laughs> so all of them are very attractive. attractive. Yes. Who's this lady in the photo with you? Oh, that's my friend Celia. It looks like we're getting engaged, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It really does. It looks yeah. like you're, this is, I'm now looking at a photo at the beach. You're wearing, um, like not acid washed, but you're wearing denim with a cool fade on it and you mm-hmm. guys are snuggling and it's yeah. definitely an engagement photo shoot. Yes. It's anyway, um, I need to know, let me say hello to my other guests and then I need to Please. pepper, pepper you with questions. <laughs> oh my God. Kevin. Renee, hello. Hello. This I'm is so my, happy to see you. It's so good to see you. This is my I first you. time. Uh, having you on remotely. So it's been a while since I've seen you. Yes. Uh, I wanted to play it cool. I really <laughs> did. But I have been looking forward to this for upwards of three days. Just because oh, I miss so my sweet. friend. This is I great. I miss you too. I like the shelving unit you have behind you. Thank some, you. You have some floating shelves. I think so I've much, never seen that before. None of it's mine. As you know, I'm a minimalist. So this entire living room is my, my roommate. Are you for right. real minimalist? Yeah. 
Oh, that's good. That, well, I like that it? about you. No, it's good. I, I can't stand the clutter sure. and the, the hoarding. No. You're- uh, and I'm sure it's something we'll get to, but uh, quarantine has taught me that I will never be a cook. I will never like things. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. It's just oh. now's the time and none of it's happened. I'm not buying shit online and I'm not cooking. So See, I guess that's it for me. Oh, and man. I was thinking this morning how much my life is truly like that George Carlin bit <laughs> about the stuff, you know, sure. and just finding a place for your stuff because I just have so much stuff. And I, you'd think that I would have used this time to go to like, be slightly less of a maximalist, but I no. just can't bring my, it, there's just too much stuff. It's like making my living situation less pleasant. Anyway, Tony, hello. Welcome. Hi, hey, Tony. I have a thought on all this though. Even if you were mm. starting to purge a bunch of stuff, there's not much you can do with it right now. Anyways, you can't take That's it to true. Goodwill. You can't, you're probably you not going to sell it, it to people online. Yeah. You're gonna you just, burn yeah. it into the atmosphere. Yeah. I uh, didn't read the article, but there was a headline that said that uh, donation places were overwhelmed. I was uh, just going to say that. I, I read that read same headline. headline. <laughs> <laughs> so many good headlines out there right now, you guys. Good to know we're on the same track, yes. <laughs> I So I've recently made a change in my media consumption. It's uh, as of two days ago. No more it- porn. No <laughs> more porn. <laughs> I have started reading the LA Times online mm-hmm. and I feel w- like a way more informed person. I actually, cause my mom always read the newspaper and I suddenly feel like, oh my God, is this what it's like to be an adult? Cause before I was pretty much on a strictly headlines on Twitter moments diet. And then sure. also I would look at the New York Times and then it was actually Lindsay DeFranco who was on a Monday show before all this madness. And she runs a media literacy campaign and she did a story on Instagram talking about how she recently signed up for the LA Times because all the um, media literacy, like a lot of media literacy people really emphasize reading your own local news. And I don't, I, I don't know. I just started reading it and, and all of a sudden it was like, yeah, why am I always focused on the New York Times? Even though I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I did live there for a period of time. I don't okay. talk about it often, but Whoa. I did live there. But, all huh. this, but it is nice to know what is going on locally a little more. Well, so especially I don't know how long the, it's gonna last. the LA Times is very much in trouble right now. That's why they haven't made their their coverage of the pandemic free because the other places like New York Times can kind of afford to be able to do that. LA Times cannot and they've in fact had to furlough much of their staff or I think maybe all of their staff for at least Ooh, one boy. day a week because uh, they did not hit their subscriber numbers. So you're you're contributing to a good cause in this sense in local journalism. When you said the LA Times is very much in trouble, I was like, oh shit, what they do now? <laughs> yeah, they got <laughs> canceled? No. They just, I mean, people the Canceled their subscriptions. <laughs> Bless you. Well, she was so excited to get it out. She started scoop. coughing. I um, Allison, I've done the same thing. Also subscribed. I think mostly because you click on it and it's just like, hey, for a dollar every eight years, you can get in. I was like, that's okay. We can afford that. But the articles are great. Did you write for LA Times? Wh- Where did you write for? Yes. Um, I mean, I've had. I've been published. I did not write regularly for the LA Times, but I've been okay. published in the LA Times. Like. A hundred years ago. So it's your old stomping grounds. That's something you should (laughs) disclose ethically at the top of the podcast. It feels familiar. (laughs) Um, Question for you, Kevin. And Mm. this is not even the question that I was... I wanted to ask you questions about your appearance. because, And I'm going to get to that. It's complimentary. But no, I have a question about something that the young, cool people are saying. Oh, God. And actually, I've only seen it 
said by people who are in the ballpark of my age, but I just think of them as hip. Fit or FIT as related to fashion, what does that mean? Yeah, it's just a good... It, it, I think it's just short for outfit. Like, it's just a good fit oh, overall. Oh. And just, like, also, like, the shape and the contour that it gives you. So, like, literally the fit. How snug or loose it is. And, yeah, it being short for that. Outfit. Because mm-hmm. I've seen... <laughs> Was that, did I crack the code? <laughs> yes! You really oh did. That's Wait, have you guys seen around. and noticed this and also wondered what it means? Because I've seen I, people... I never like... wondered what it means. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Tony and Renee, have you even seen it? I haven't seen it, but put it into context for me. So just like, like uh, that's a hot you fit. know, no, oh. like, uh, oh, maybe they use it that way, but like, okay. cor- like a, a picture of them with their mask on and some outfit and it'll be like, you know, early morning quarantine fit. Oh, ha- yeah, that'll outfit. be the a caption of the hashtag. And I'm like, what does it mean? What, <laughs> it's what's like synonymous with look, basically. Yeah. Mm. Outfit though. That's what mm-hmm. it, okay. So now Kevin, you have really grown into your quarantine facial hair yeah head hair look and i i like it your head hair (laughs) oh thank you well the beard people have given um some positive feedback about which i really appreciate yeah it looks good it is a thanks man it's like a redemptive experience from nine years ago i I did try to grow a beard and i in fact i did grow the beard but it looked real scraggly. I kind of looked like a demonic leprechaun. <laughs> and so it kind of scared me off from ever trying to do anything like that again to go more than like five days without shaving. And this felt like a very low stakes way to do it and see what would occur. And if it went poorly, no one would ever have to know. But if it didn't, then I could keep it at least for a little bit. Although to not be, I'm really not trying to be self deprecating, but I do believe that from facing cameras on people's laptops and cell phones are a lot more forgiving of it than it would be if maybe you saw it in person where it's like, oh yeah, it's actually maybe not as full or not as, uh, it, it might be a little patchier, but seeing it in this context only, it looks all right. Well, is it different than five years ago? It is. Yeah, it- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's grown out much differently. I wonder. It's like a second puberty. Is. Yeah, uh, I th- I, well, truly, I think this is something a lot of men go through in their like mid to late twenties. Is like there's a thing that starts happening with your body hair, where in certain parts it's either you get less of it or you get more of it. And I think I got more face wise. Interesting. It looks, it looks great. Thank you. I know. But I'm I agree not ex- with you on those front facing cameras. Same. My beard looks great. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, once you see me in person, you're going to be like, I don't know. Very forgiving. <laughs> but then, yeah, I'm not going to like Renee's soul patch as much next time I see her. <laughs> not in person. Fall 2021. But it looks great on front facing cameras. Thank you. Um, where else, I, I must ask, where else did you get body hair that you didn't have before? Uh, oh, gosh. Just holistically. <laughs> Although I will say, I have always kind of been ahead of the body head curve. Uh, body hair curve that we are trying to flatten by the way in this country we're trying to flatten the body hair curve but i remember i was the first kid in high school to have chest hair and that was a strange sensation because i skipped a few grades too so i was even younger than the people who were my peers but yeah i just feel like weirdly like certain arm and leg hair just is a little more full now than it Mm. used to be and then like annoying stuff like neck hair stuff which i don't like obviously is your chest hair red Yes, of course. It's not blue. Yeah, it's red. <laughs> <laughs> Remind us of the skipping grades thing because as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh, I'm sure we've talked about that because that's something I would definitely dive in on, but I'm forgetting. 
Maybe not. I, I was homeschooled for most of my education growing up. So like elementary school, middle school, I did homeschool. And then I went to public high school for junior and senior year. But I did advanced doing homeschool stuff. So I started junior year when I was 14. So I graduated high school when I was 16. So it was just like a matter of being a little more efficient with homeschool stuff when I was doing that. And then did you go to college early mm-hmm. too? Yeah. So was that weird being super young? Uh, no, not really. Cause I kind of eased into it too. It's not like I went to, I didn't go to the university at 16. I did one year of community college and then went to university of Texas when I was I see. 17. So I was probably, you know, on the same level as many of the freshmen were by that point who were like maybe born at a certain time. Renee and Tony, did you guys do anything special that shows that you're kind of a genius? Oh, God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Certainly not. Oh. Not at all. It's not too late. That could be your King Lear. Right. Right now during there's court. A, there's yeah. a chance. Uh, once uh, my uh, my blinker broke uh, where it would uh, it either turn off or turn on, but it wouldn't blink itself. So I just I turned it off and on a bunch when I needed oh, to wow. make a turn. And uh <laughs> I was convinced that that was evidence of genius. I I guess it remains to be seen. But yeah, that was my big claim to fame. And now Renee teaches a course on that at the University of Phoenix, which you can uh, subscribe to online. Mm -hmm. Just because you're down doesn't mean you're out. I feel like that's pretty smart. Is it? Uh, Well, how? Look, I haven't seen people in a long time. So I feel like my, uh, my, my ability, my brain is rusty, so maybe it's not that smart. It seems smart to me. <laughs> and your I'm threshold sitting- for wonder is much lower too. It's it like, really Whoa. Is. <laughs> How did you know it wasn't working though? How did I know? I think somebody because in color, like if something's not working, they'll just pull up and tell you tell you real quick. So I think I think I had somebody do a little pull up, uh, and they're like, "Your turn signal's just on," uh, and I was like, "Well, is it?" I don't. God, I don't remember how we learned it wasn't working. But then I remember driving and I was like, oh, here we go again. I'm going to get yelled at. And I was like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm turn off and turn on, turn off, turn on. And then I like would try to find the exact rhythm of the mm-hmm. the turn. <laughs> it, it was a fun drive. Enough so that uh, it happened when I was 16 and I still live to tell the tale as evidence that I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, Rhythm of the Turn, by the way. That song yes. <laughs> uh, but no, that's a great question. I remember somebody saying something. I think it was all in the course of one trip that it happened. When I was of early driving age, or I don't know, maybe a little older, there was this, you remember blonde jokes? Sure. You don't ever hear them anymore. But there was this one that I thought was so funny that I used to retell. <laughs> I, I shudder at this now. And it was like, you know, someone thinks their turn signal is broken. Um, and so the blonde goes behind the car and she's like, oh, wait, it's working. Oh, wait, it's not. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, it is. Oh, wait, it's not. But anyway, all of that being said... It's crazy when I think back on the jokes that cracked me up mm-hmm. at that age and that I would retell. Like, none of them are okay now. I mean, I, I feel like blonde jokes are pretty far down on the list of things to be outraged about. But still, I, I don't, don't think know. Karen okay. is the new N-word. I feel like there's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to that, you know? Can I tell you guys, Please. I have always really liked the name Karen. Mm. And it was always on my... If we were to have a daughter, it was on my list. And... Prior to the whole Karen thing, <laughs> yeah, Daniel was like, we can't. I, he's like, we can't do Karen. It's like a secretary name. It's like you're, I don't know. Um, no offense to secretaries, but I get what he's saying. It's he an improv scene in. name. He was like, honing in on the Karenness of the name, yeah. but I feel, I feel, I really was going to fight for it because ever since I've been little, I've been like, if I have a daughter, I want to name her Karen. Uh, probably because there was this movie. If anyone else saw it, 
It was on HBO. It was called Touched by Love. It starred Diane Lane. Is that her name? Diane Lane. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Diane Lane as this girl who had cerebral palsy and everyone had given up on her and she was in a home and then it was based on a true story. And then I think it took place in Canada. And then a woman came in um, and and everyone was like, don't waste your time on her. She's just going to break your heart. She's like, she's just beyond, you know? And then this woman worked with her and brought her out and she began talking again. And then she <laughs> fell in love with Elvis Presley. And that was a whole side plot because oh, nice. <laughs> he wrote back to her and she got really excited. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to reveal the ending, but anyway, her name was Karen. And I used to, <laughs> I used to make my sister no I used to push my younger sister around on a shape lounge and pretend it was a wheelchair I was like very into this movie oh my god <laughs> I know I feel like- embarrassed <laughs> You looked up conventions for this movie and unexisted. <laughs> you looked for like the fandom to connect with. And it's like, eh, I didn't like it that much. I just, I don't think I've ever talked about it. I would like to know anyone else out there. Did you also watch touch? I mean, it was a tearjerker of a movie. So sure. I was like six or seven and really like weeping it up with this movie. But anyway, her name was Karen. So I've always thought I would name my daughter Karen. And now <laughs> I don't like what's happened with the name Karen. I don't mm-hmm. like it. No. Yeah. I mean, by the time they grow up, well, I don't know. How long? What do we suppose the staying power is on this? Five years. Okay. Yeah. So you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. By the time it comes to making fun territory, you'll be fine. That is one of those names. Let's get your daughter. Let's name her Karen. Let's roll the dice. (laughs) I mean, I don't think I can imagine going to be babies named Karen, though. It's it's one of those names that I, I can't, you know, obviously there were babies named that, but it's hard to imagine calling a baby. Seeing a baby. Well, when you're oh, a baby, Karen. you get called Care Bear. So it's not <laughs> strange. That's true. That's true. And right. isn't that a fun nickname? That, that is true. It's also hard to imagine a baby Gary. <laughs> Gary? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's Gary. But they call him yeah. Care Bears. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gare-Bear. that's right. See. You'll be okay. <laughs> Gary and Could Karen. You, if you had are twins. You available to scoot and permanently call your kid Care Bear? Yeah. How flexible like are compromise. you on this what issue? I feel like I just got hit with some Denver patois. What does scoot mean in this sentence? Oh, uh, you know, like a, like a dog scoots. It's, but, but you're moving, you're moving, but you're moving just a little. Oh, so like, could you I, name a, could you name I, a child scoot? Is what we're asking. I could, yeah. Like the, yeah. That was I the heart see. of the question. So you're saying, Thank could you. I, could I, uh, give up Karen and just go with Care Bear? Well, but you're holding on to Karen. You're just scooting. So I'm you're holding on to Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like this is our base, and then like, we're just going a little bit this right. way or that way. Little, hmm. My um, fertility doctor, again with the relatability here, but anyway, she used to, it would always confuse me because she would, when they were scheduling my like retrievals, she would say, "I think I'm going to push you," and I never knew push it up or push it back. Like, what would you guys assume that means? I'm going to push you. I think I want to push you a couple days. I mean, I wouldn't take it to mean I would delay say you. Yeah, forward. You yeah. It always Meaning. Meant, it always meant delay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would take it to mean. Okay. Well, then you guys are right. But okay. to me, I was always confused. <laughs> Which way are you pushing me? From behind? Yeah. From the front? I need to know. Yeah. To <laughs> well, because I think you can, you can push something up, right? Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. It goes both ways. Yeah, thank you. This is a flammable, inflammable conversation all over again, you know? (laughs) Oh, boy. 
Wait, if something's inflammable, that means it can't catch on fire, right? Right. It's just like the two words can have different. Just language is crazy, guys. That's it really is. It really is. Wild. <laughs> um, so I had an interesting experience. You know, to call it interesting is really over. It's it's really too much. I had an experience that I wanted to bring up and I wanted to talk about it with you guys. And Thank for you for downgrading of- it and setting <laughs> your expectations correctly. I do appreciate that. <laughs> like I don't want to be disappointing. No, um, no, no, no. I did Doug Loves Movies uh, on Zoom and it was super fun. And mostly we just played – you guys are familiar with the format of Doug Loves Movies, mm-hmm. right? So it's just movie games. And there was even less – chit chat back and forth banter than when you do his show live i think because it was you know because he always does a show at ucb one time i think i did it at largo but um it's always in a theater and there's usually just some like kind of joking around at the top and then you get into the games but this was almost exclusively games and there was something about just spending an hour on a podcast just playing a game and not delving deep not talking about myself, not talking about what's going on, not having to think about feelings or anything that was very um, pleasant and easy and fun. And whenever I have that kind of experience, it makes me then have to reflect back on how my podcast is really about asking... I mean, this the Thursday show is, is lighter and more fun, but the Monday show is really sort of a, an emotional deep dive. And maybe no one wants to fucking do that. What am I doing to people? <laughs> I don't you get tired of? Don't you get exhausted talking about yourself sometimes? This is uh, yes, but this is <laughs> this is an interesting conundrum though, because when people feel emotionally taxed, and the ask of your show isn't like watch a bad movie and come in and talk about it. it's like open up to me. <sighs> right? You do wonder if people's capacity is diminished in a significant way? But it doesn't sound like it has been given the last few weeks, right? Right. I mean, I think I'm thinking more in general because since lockdown, I have definitely cut back on my typical Monday show. And instead, I've just been having Dan. Well, I've had Daniel on a lot and we've been taking calls from listeners. Um, and the shows are really fun. And the response has been kind of overwhelming enough that it makes me go, wait, what's going on? That <laughs> I mean, I have gotten people saying they missed the interviews. And then I had Travis McElroy on this. Oh, Renee. Travis. Travis McElroy, your old producer. Yeah. Um, and that was great. Uh, and so then that made me go, oh, maybe I should be pushing myself to do more um, typical Monday show guests, even though I can't have them in person. That being said, I've had Travis on before. So it wasn't mm-hmm. – there wasn't a whole ton of getting to know you. We were able to just jump in with stuff. But yeah, but I just think in general these days, maybe everyone feels more emotionally taxed. I mean, I know I do. Like, I think that at the beginning of, I don't know what, podcasting. Um, 2014 Serial. <laughs> yes. That, right. I saw that and I said, hey, I can do this. Um, <laughs> I think there was a time where there were fewer outlets to really like share what's in your heart and now i feel like there's a lot of them i don't know yeah what but what think? what more are there it's still the same stuff like social media right it's just but, more people feel equipped to do it themselves rather than to go to an outlet they they feel more equipped to provide it for themselves right i think that platform and right. something will, i'm sorry go ahead renee Oh, well, I will listen. And mine's a cascade of compliments. So you just let me know when you're ready for that. And then Ooh, bring we'll, uh, Tony, we'll do you have it. anything I'm putting on the spot? Do you have anything to play to 
inaugurate a cascade of compliments. <laughs> Tony, do you have any compliments? <laughs> yeah. 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 Tony, why don't you oh, yeah, some we'll compliments go, first? Because we're going to go around, so get yours ready. <laughs> oh, is this part of the cascade? Oh, okay. Oh, oh boy. Okay. All right. Down. I think you can probably find it. Um, Ooh, you know what, Tony? While you look for that, uh-huh. I have something that I need to say. Okay. Oh my God. Mother's Day is coming up, and I want to tell you guys about StoryWorth. Um, I am in love with StoryWorth. I have had them on the show before, and whenever I do, and whenever people go out and get StoryWorth, I ask them, tell me what you think of it, and I always get so many people who are super happy with it, and I've given it to my dad, and it's great. Um, finding the perfect present for mom is tough, especially if you don't have the luxury of celebrating Mother's Day in person this year. Uh, I know more than anything, parents cherish spending time with family. That's why I'm giving my mom, I'm excited to give it to my mom this year, don't listen to this, mom. Uh, the most meaningful gift, a chance to connect with loved ones through StoryWorth. So StoryWorth is a fun and meaningful way to engage with family, especially with relatives you might not get to see often. It's an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's the gift of spending time together wherever you live. So you sign up and StoryWorth sends a weekly question prompt and you can see all the questions ahead of time. You can add your own. You can kind of pick and choose. Um, but it'll be stuff like, you know, did you work, like, tell me about when you learned how to drive or, you know, what do you remember about this? Or, um, you know, did you work, what odd jobs did you work with when you were a kid? And I, and then at the end of the year, they, they bind it into this like hardbound book. So you have a book of your, whoever received its memories. And it's so great. And like with my dad, I feel like I've heard every story of his 600 times, but I learned stuff about him through, through this story worth that I didn't know before. And like I said, I didn't know that there were things I didn't know about him. Reading the weekly stories is fun and makes our families feel close, even if we're not all together. Uh, give your mom the most meaningful gift this year with story worth. Get started right away way without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash best friend. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash best friend for $10 off. Um, and then I also want to talk, tell you guys about figs. Now more than ever, the world sees how truly awesome our healthcare professionals are. Our nurses, doctors, and other healthcare workers have faced this crisis head on to keep us safe. They sacrifice a lot, not just now, but all year round. And we can't thank them enough, but thanks to figs, we have a chance to give them something in return. Figs is an incredible company whose mission has been to improve the lives of medical professionals since 2013. They create ridiculously soft modern scrubs. So these awesome humans can look their best, feel their best and perform at their best. I think I mentioned uh, when my sister had her baby somewhat recently, when I was in there, I saw all these medical professionals in scrubs and I wanted to say, are those figs? But I didn't because I felt like they would kick me out of the room. But I did want to ask mm-hmm. them because they, they looked good and they fit and I'm sort of familiar with the figs line. I think they might have been wearing figs. Have healthcare professionals' backs and fronts by giving them a set of figs. Right now, you can send a set of fresh scrubs directly to those fighting coronavirus on the front lines. And our listeners can get 15% off for a limited time. Just go to wearfigs.com. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter code BESTFRIEND15 at checkout. Uh, so again, and, and it's not just scrubs. They also have... Um, hoodies and they have like all sorts of comfortable, great stuff. Uh, lab coats, jackets, tote bags, compression socks. Now more than ever, it's important to recognize those selfless, awesome humans. Listeners of Allison Rosen's new best friend can get 15% off for a limited time. Go to wearfigs.com, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter code best 
friend 15 at checkout. Again, that's wearfigs, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S dot com and enter code bestfriend15 at checkout. Daniel and I both have hoodies from them and we love them. All right, Tony, let's hear it. Here comes a cascade of compliments. Cascade of compliments. I don't even know if you guys will hear My setup is weird, so we'll see if you even hear this. <laughs> <laughs> just Renee's growl. That's it's Renee's purring. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, yes, uh, my cascade of compliments. Sorry. Uh, yes, you were right that the uh, the format abounds. It is oversaturated and exhausting. Uh, I think very, very, very few people can do what you do, which – and I might tell you what I think you do, and you're like, that's not at all what I do. But well, I'm I think pretty sure. I'm pretty sure have that I genuine, will like genuine curiosity. And then it seems like in – asking questions about whatever the person's talking about, you don't follow the like chronological narrative. You follow the lesson they learned at that time. So you like, I don't know. It's, I I don't think very many people do what you do. I love me via you. (laughs) So I would, and to speak (laughs) to the game show things, I, uh, I don't know. I'm bored. I'm bored with all the like, we're going to have fun during like the worst time of your life. I don't. (laughs) Well, then what do you prefer, Uh, Renee? I want you to go deep, but in a genuine way. That's what I prefer. Um, and Kevin, very... you do that too. You also are good at that. Oh, I. Oh, that's very nice. Thank it's you. true. Your inside voices is incredible. Oh, I listen to my friends' much. podcasts, but not all of them. Just the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we all have to limit our consumption with. And Tony, while we're at it, yours is also great. Listen, I stand before you as somebody with very talented. Oh, friends. are you here too? Oh yeah, you have a podcast. Um, <laughs> Mine doesn't I, that fit is... that. You know, I get it. It's fine. Okay. All right. No, it's genuine. You guys know you're all well, fantastic at what you I do. I will say to pat all of us on the back, and this includes you, Renee, there oh. are certain podcasts that ask deep questions and expect emotional labor of you, and then you feel exhausted afterwards. But mm-hmm. then there are certain podcasts that you don't, they go deep and they ask they ask for genuine questions, but I think it is because their curiosity is such that like afterwards you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I opened up about all that. But you don't feel like you had to do all the work. Right. Yeah. Because you want to feel energized hard. by that stuff or encouraged rather than like, man, didn't want to talk about that tonight, <laughs> right. but guess we had to. <laughs> right. Like you do want to feel like you're being given something in that exchange if there is some like form of disclosure. So and and I and I think that often functions as encouragement in those conversations. So not even just like, man, that's tough. Like that kind of listening style where it is like you are reflecting that sort of emotion, but then like some sort of like building or encouragement from there. Right. And when you feel like you're being heard, because I think when you feel like you're just like opening up a vein and like blurbling all over the place and you're not even being heard. What's that verb? What am I? Blurbling. It's blurbling. Have you you never blurbled? (laughs) Oh, excuse me. No, uh, no, not. I'm waiting for marriage. uh, (laughs) Um, Okay. Thank you very much for those compliments. Sure. The cascade, Renee, I enjoyed it. Uh, In the midst, I did say, because I thought it would be funny to say, I love me via you. I mean, like, I love this version of me. But instead, all I got, I got out was I love me. And Kevin did notice it. So I'm, I noticed you no. noticing that I announced I love me. You did, you did say via, via you. I heard yeah, I, eventually. Eventually. Yeah. I mean, look, it's a good thing Tony is not 
a um, evil drop master because that would come back to haunt me. And so I'm actually relieved. <laughs> well, I can I that can it cut it out. Yeah. Well, that sounds like you're begging for him to to make it a drop. I know. Master. I realized in the course of saying that that it did sound like that. Yeah. I'm not sure how I meant it. I'm just going to replace um, the theme song with that quote. <laughs> <laughs> we should love ourselves like listen it's uh there's enough people that hate themselves in the world that don't have as much to give because of that so you need to have some form of self-acceptance and self-love don't go over, it's don't true. don't don't goop out if you can avoid it but you know but yeah, i do think yourself. i do think for a long time my thing was like we're just weird humans and i actually that sounds like pete holmes but like <laughs> my thing was being just really overthinky and insecure. Um, but I hopefully like made palatable and at a certain, I feel like I'm actually less like that. Thankfully. And maybe it's Lexapro, which I think that, uh, I think it's age and I think it's also therapy. And I think I've lost my point entirely. What was I trying to say? <laughs> no, uh, you were talking oh, about initially... your your evolution from insecurity to the security that you might feel more regularly now. Thank you for keeping track. Oh, there man. we go. <laughs> uh, but I think I maybe derailed you. And like you were having such a good time on this podcast, but just because I personally am just like, I can't deal with guys thinking they're funny right now. D- fuck you. Move on. Uh, it's it's me pushing my agenda a bit. Oh, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> with guys thinking they're funny? Oh, just man. like there that trope of just of like, listen. <laughs> Uh, but they're just like doing the exact same thing over and over and over again. And I don't know. I'm I'm going through a thing where I'm just like, eh, what else I feel you, you because you're like now where you're like not even just reassessing like, what's my what's what am I trying to say? What's my perspective? Yeah. You're reassessing. What does anyone need right yes. now? It's not yeah. even like, what do I bring to the table? It's like, uh, how do I help in any way that's halfway meaningful so then right. that begs the question of like is comedy in that sense like the most effective vehicle or tool to meet people's needs and and sometimes for some people i think it absolutely is in that form of like yes. not not even just like positive distraction like it's an opiate or something but but truly something about it can be energizing and then sometimes it's not and sometimes uh, you know people go through Kind of what it sounds like Renee's going through right now, where it's like, <laughs> I don't need more giggles in my life. I, yeah. I need something that feels anchoring or grounding or can tether me back to some sort of reality. And maybe sometimes in the form of emotional intimacy. But if you had fun on this podcast, I would love to hear about how much fun you had on this podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 had a, I had a grand old time. It was just nice to like... Maybe it was just because it took me outside of myself, actually. I think that, yeah. you know, some conversations force you to be inside yourself and then some you're pulled outside of yourself. I don't know. I don't know. But how are you doing, Renee? Good. Really? Well, today's Tuesday. So uh, I have found a really consistent pattern of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, I get up early. I work out. I go to work. Things are great. Uh, and then something happens on Sunday where I'm like, I deserved a nap. I could use a nap and then I, that nap's too long. Uh, and then I stay up way too late on Sunday and then Monday and Tuesday are bad. And then, then, then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are good again. So, and you fine. think it's because you're, of your sleep schedule or do you feel guilty? Yeah. Why, yeah, why, why do I suppose that is? Yeah. I think, and I think it's a little bit like just the taxing 
element of it all. Like it's, uh, especially working from home a little bit feels like you're working 24 seven cause mm-hmm. you don't have anywhere to go. Um, so I think I feel strong Wednesday through Saturday and then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I start to be like, Oh God, mm-hmm. I need a break. And then, uh, and then, and then I get pumped back up again. Yeah. But, but okay. Wamba taught us too. exactly how prophetic that song turned out to be my goodness yeah Uh, Uh, no go ahead oh no but overall um you know i think good has a new definition but i'm good with yeah what it now means does does saying when someone says how you're doing and and you say good this goes for any of us does it feel like a brag now (laughs) or just like oh all right queen (laughs) like like, (laughs) what's that like (laughs) For some people, because there's so much just like survival happening now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's, yes, exactly. So Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, anybody who's thriving, I'm like, I can't deal with you right now. Guys being funny, I can't. (laughs) I learned my lesson. Hey, I'm not going to be funny. I promise. I like like the funny. (laughs) But uh, but then tomorrow, uh, something will switch. Something just happens on Wednesday where I'm back in and I'm proud of everybody again. It's just, I have my sour days tend to be uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and then I'm in a good mood again uh, for the other four. Tony, can you do this one in stereo and pan the humor to one side? No problem. <laughs> so that people can choose. Oh, perfect. The- <laughs> <laughs> one left channel drama mask, right channel happy mask. Perfect. I um, I am the busiest Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes Sunday as well, just in terms of recording. Right. So those are our hard days. And then I'm like, so I, I think I'm kind of reversed from you, Renee. I'm like okay. skating by the end of the week. So I'm like, I've got nothing except uh, these children. So that's a lot though. <laughs> so for yeah. How is that years. going? Because um, I haven't talked to you since all of this happened. How are yeah, you guys doing? We are losing our minds a little bit. Yeah. Um, like Daniel said to me yesterday, he's like, I, I feel like I'm at a breaking point. And like something has to change. And I was in a, honestly was in kind of a bad mood for the rest of the night because of that. Because instead of talking to him about what he meant, I just like took it in. Like, is he asking for a divorce? Is he <laughs> saying we need to get, I don't know what he was. Is he just com- trying, just telling me how he feels or is he saying I need to change? I don't know. It was like a very, intense i felt like he dropped this intense potato hot potato of emotion into my lap i love that song intense potato by the way that's one of my (laughs) favorite songs it's my favorite karaoke song Uh (laughs) um yeah i really i realized like when i was already in bed i'm like oh i really should have teased out more what he meant by that um yeah why did you reply at all when he said that (laughs) like what happened I was kind of like, <laughs> well, I was like, okay, are I'm unclear, like, what you're, are you asking me a question? I think is what I said. I can't remember how what happened. I mean, it, it's like our, there was all sorts of kids stuff happening in the midst of this, so it wasn't yeah. like we had a chance to really connect and talk. Yeah. Um, I'll just send him this episode. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I is think- there anything you want us to say to him right now <laughs> in mediating this conflict? Help out with but a that's bit. the thing is that I think he took it as conflict and I don't think it was. I think he was just saying to me, I am, I, Daniel, am overwhelmed and stressed and I don't know what to do. But I think I felt like, okay, well, here's the problem. I don't, 
see any end immediate end to what's happening so i'm not sure what to do and oh you know what i think he was saying we just need to break it up like maybe we could like get some patio furniture which we've been talking about doing for a long time like i think to him it was i think it wasn't as intense a statement as i took it there was just this energy behind it yeah yeah put together put those pieces together how i'm at a breaking point patio furniture will fix it (laughs) is yeah as i put it together in my head Okay. All right, oh. Kevin. Well, sorry. <laughs> I also skipped two grades. Yeah, we didn't. That was one of the things. Okay. Like, yeah, uh, is it just you get to be outside more? Yeah, I think okay. he's just saying like being cooped up in the house. Yeah. Every day, and Elliot has just become. I mean, he's still like the best, but he has become so annoying and needy. Um. And so he, like, if you have a thought, he feels it and he knows it. And he's like, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy. <laughs> he just needs, you know, interaction all the time. Right. Um, and so I think, and I think Daniel is more bothered, more, has less of a tolerance for that than I do. Um, I mean, because we're both working too. So like we, we take shifts with the kids, but he'll be sort of, like have one foot still connected to work, which you can't really do at this point with Elliot. I feel bad that I just said he was annoying. I kind of say it in a like, it's funny to say that way. And it's actually of not course. funny. It'd be weird yeah. if you didn't think he was annoying. Yeah. Okay. That would be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's great and he sleeps great. He's and perfect. like, no, that's not true. Come on. Yeah. yeah. That's not how kids work. That's not I, how anybody works. No. I don't know if this new phase is just his age or if it's because of the circumstances. It's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we are we're okay. We're good. I mean, we. I feel like this week something changed and we are struggling more. And like, mm-hmm. just this because I just had them for we go back and forth every three hours, and it was my three hours, and it felt like six hours. I don't know why. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, and then I feel bad complaining because obviously like a thousand people have it more than a thousand really have it way worse. So yeah, but I'm lucky to be able to complain. I get that. I had this conversation with somebody the other night. Uh, just because there are people that have it much worse, like we're all going through this yeah. weird, crazy thing right now that is, as I think we talked about it here before, that's grief and trauma and Probably yeah. other and com- things. And even pandemic aside, comparative suffering never really works because you can always find someone better and <laughs> right. someone worse. So yeah. it's like a get out of jail free card from validating your own pain or grief. Despite what I said earlier about how I'm enjoying reading, like I like reading the LA Times and I feel like I should have been doing it before. Um, I am now more acquainted with the California's four stage uh, play on for easing the restrictions. And I'm so confused by the logic behind it. And I've not yet heard anything that reassures me that it's okay to be sort of easing restrictions. And that I, when I don't understand something and there's an element of danger to it, it, that kind of brings me a lot of grief and I feel like I, that's happening yeah. right now where even though there's a tiny part of me that's like, woohoo, there maybe is an end in sight, even if it's really far away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was, you know what? It's like we're hostages 
and we're about to be released and suddenly things are more poignant than before. Like when I knew what my reality was, we're just sheltering in place. Nothing's changing for a long time. That was one thing to get used to. But now the idea that like slowly things are going to go, are going to be eased is very fucking confusing to me because all I hear is that cases are rising, it's mutating, and they don't even know if antibodies provide... This is a this is a fun episode. They don't even know if <laughs> antibodies provide immunity. Right. Right. Not completely. Yeah. Where are you guys with all of that? Are you freaked out? I, did, I think sort of the same. Yeah. There was that, that sweet spot that was delusional hope of yes. not knowing. But I think now it's pretty well known that it's definitely going to be weird until there's a vaccine, and the vaccine is probably two years away. Like that is it felt the same as the election of just like four, four, four years, like your brain can't <laughs> yeah. process it properly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I, I think it, it's the unknown like that in and of itself is, is upsetting. And then it is, uh, <laughs> false hope of just like, cause I think they also say that of like, we're going to ease it up, but then we may bring it back is right. also the like, so which do I get used to? But it feels weird. But, I guess the thing for me is not knowing what is considered safe. Like, yeah. okay, can yeah. we have our nanny back? Can I visit my parents? Can I this? Can I that? You know, can I have guests in person again? I think the answer to all of that is no for now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everyone wants to like create a different sort of narrative for whatever the purposes <laughs> right. of the thing. They're like, yeah, it's safe if I do the thing I want to do. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Probably. <laughs> And, you know, it's getting wild out here because it's getting hotter and people are outside all the time now. And it's very frustrating to see. And that kind of like sort of, especially in like the first two or three weeks, that kind of like unified feeling you had with everyone else feels like that's even crumbling now. And it's interesting yeah. to even it like experience bouts of like quarantine drama and friend groups of like, well, this person has a roommate and this person lives alone. And then... They want to go over to this person's house, but they can't, you know, like all that stuff. And then like people having to deal with like real things, like mental health things, but, but you just, you can't. And it's, and it's very sad for me. If you want to, if you want to feel better about the city you live in as compared to other cities, my parents live in Stillwater, Oklahoma, which is a college town where Oklahoma State University is. And uh, last week the mayor had a declaration of, because Oklahoma, by the way, has never had mandatory stay at home. They're one of the oh, few wow. states in the country that's like, maybe stay at home, I guess. And businesses <laughs> did shut down. And, and so did the schools. But the mayor of Stillwater said, hey, so for the restaurants that are open for takeout and for like Target and Walmart, we, we are mandating that, uh, if you go in, you have to wear a mask. And then employees got threatened with violence by a lot of citizens in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and said, like, I'm going to come in with my gun and blah, 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 blah. And then the mayor reversed the order within three oh, hours. God. Wow. So, you know, we can say and feel a lot of things, but at least we don't live in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Shouts out to Annie Allison Rosen as your new best friend. In Oklahoma. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In listeners yeah. in Oklahoma. That's right. Well, it's like that thing of, you know, a lot of people after the election would go on Facebook and like, oh. I didn't realize so many people in my family felt that way, or I didn't realize you felt that way. Mm-hmm. Um, not very many, but there is one person in my extended friend group who is like supporting the protesting down in Orange County mm-hmm. um, and like folded up a, a sign that said beach closed and like 
shoved it behind something and then like posted like, oh, I wonder how that got there. Like she had done it. And I'm just like, oh, what's going on? I don't know. Right now it feels like uh, like a lot of the general attitudes, especially with like governors of most states being like, okay, here we go. Let's reopen at this state. And then just kind of the acceptance of two to three K dead every day, just kind of doing a nine 11 every day, uh, until a vaccine. It does feel kind of analogous to gun violence where it's like, Hey, there's nothing we can do. There's literally no way we could have avoided this. And then cut to like other countries who have flattened curves or other countries that have like (laughs) zero school shootings in a year. And, and America is just like, Guys, I'm so sorry. It's just unavoidable <laughs> at every point. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the question. And the reason I care is because not just wanting to understand it, but wanting to know how to like what to do regarding my own behavior. Um, are we opening up because of political and budget and civil unrest reasons, or are we opening up because it's safe to do so? It's we haven't former. even opened up yet. It's it is okay. Safe safety has nothing to do with the plan to open up. It's only about yes, budgetary okay, stuff, civil unrest. I don't know how much that actually affects stuff, honestly, because that stuff gets way more shine than is proportional right. to the population of the country. But yes, it's only it's only budget stuff. Okay, it's well, only that like is the a real bummer then. Life support, yeah. That is a RIP J. Crew. I hope none of us shopped there. And now we're going to miss out on all our clothes we could have gotten from there. I know. You guys, this is somewhat depressing. Allison Rosen is your new best friend, is supported by BetterHelp Online Counseling. If you're struggling with stress, anxiety, isolation, or depression right now, you are not alone. If you're feeling isolated and worried about the state of things, BetterHelp offers online licensed professional counselors who can help. Um, I am currently, I have continued, I've talked a lot about being in therapy and how much I feel like it helps me. And I've continued having therapy all throughout lockdown uh, via my computer. And I was a little bit resistant to it at the beginning because I felt like I'm so used to being in the room. And I have, Daniel was actually just asking me, he's like, how is that going for you? And I was like, I've totally acclimated to it. And I feel like I'm getting it's, it's helping me immensely. So I'm a huge proponent of therapy. Um, better help counselors specialize in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, LGBT matters, grief, and so much more. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor in less than 24 hours. Easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, plus exchange unlimited messages. If for any reason you are unhappy, happy with your counselor. You can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. You can get professional help when you want it, wherever you are. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option and our listeners get 10% off your first month with the discount code best friend. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash best friend. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash best friend. Talk to a therapist online and get help. Okay, you guys, we have a quiz. It's a state quiz. It's to see who knows the most about Hawaii. Ooh. But first, I need to ask a quick question because Renee and I were texting about this earlier. Um, I pr- am pretty much down to like washing my hair twice a week. And I previously was a almost everyday person. Mm-hmm. I still am showering almost every day. But I say almost. There are certain days where I don't shower. And I feel like, oh, no. Is my hygiene slipping away? Why does it even matter, though? What about you guys and your personal hygiene? 
Every other day, every other day showers on average or every day showers. The thing what is, were you I, 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 I try to keep running every day too. So I want to take a shower after that. But yeah. before I was, I was basically on this side. My hygiene stuff hasn't really changed that much because it really, I think if that starts slipping, that would feel very nihilistic to me. Like it does. I, <laughs> it really I still, does. I still need to wear like a button up shirt and put on shoes and walk around as if I could go out at a moment's notice, even mm-hmm. though I absolutely cannot. Like yeah, that, in the same way. Like yeah, like the dressing thing in particular, and like just putting on a collared shirt every day is kind of essential for me to exist in a good framework that I don't just like give over to the Lululemon of it all and homeware <laughs> and home, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. What about Tony and Renee? Yeah, I'm, the, I'm very similar to what he said. I pretty. Pretty much always shower immediately when I get up in the morning, and uh, and yeah, always got to get dressed because like yeah, I've talked about it on here before a little bit. If I if I do try to just like have pajama pants on or something and haven't showered or whatever, like I, it just yeah, it puts me in a bad headspace, and I'm I'm just not. I don't know. I just feel kind of worthless. I'm not saying you are worthless if you're someone that does that. <laughs> it just doesn't work for me. Thanks. Doesn't work for me. <laughs> No. Yeah, no. I think I need to be I feel a thousand times better when I'm regularly showering. Um I just my own personal thing is as you guys know, I've got like a peely hand, a disgusting peely. I'm showing it to the camera. I don't know how much Ooh. you can see it actually. You can't see got, it at all. Yeah, you really can't see it. See, Elliot that's why keeps, my beard looks good. It's the same way you can't see old mm-hmm. peel claw over there. <laughs> Elliot keeps pointing it out. Oh, I'm doing the thing that YouTubers do when they show makeup at the screen. Oh, sure, I'm yeah. holding my hand. Oh, you can back. kind of see how gross <laughs> it is there. Um anyway, so the more I shower, the more it aggravates my hands. Mm. So I'm sacrificing you know what? I don't even care anymore. Renee, what about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, shower every day. Same reason. It's just like after you go run, just it's everything's sticky. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I might be washing my hair once a week and it is not doing the thing Jonathan Van Ness said it would do. No, that it would where, eventually where is, yeah. get accustomed to it and less oily. No, it is, no. uh, listen, fellas, I'm sorry. Uh, Allison, I feel like maybe you can meet me here. Uh, I can take the elastic out on day it seven. It stays in a ponytail. It stays. <laughs> it's, it's not great. It's not great. Um, but, but it feels healthy and get like, it feels like it's good for my hair and I can't, I don't know that I'll be going back to makeup. We'll see maybe, but, uh, certainly I'll do my hair once we're, uh, set free, but I may, I may just, uh, become a full blown man of the wilderness. We'll see. I'll keep (laughs) you posted. While I do regularly shower, I rarely wash my hair. Do you get it wet? Yeah, I get it. It always gets wet. That's a real guy move. Like, oh, I just wet it. Yeah. If I never just wet my hair, you Renee, if I'm wetting it, I'm getting oh, no. washing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sometimes it accidentally because uh, I'm I'll just I keep that in the ponytail, so like the back of the ponytail or the front hairline will get wet, but never wet for style purposes. Yeah. Uh, Jackie Johnson turned me on to this thing called the Tossy, which is like this headband that you can put your hair in. So I'll do my new thing is a Tossy <clears throat> on the front and then a shower cap covering the rest of it. Mm-hmm. I recommend it highly, you guys. Okay. Um, all right. So let's, so this quiz was sent in by Catherine Ben Yusuf and, uh, it's got one, two, three, four. It's got 10 questions that it's multiple choice. And then she sent in the answers and I'm going to have to do some finagling to <laughs> like with two pieces of paper to reveal the answer so that I am not cheating. But anyway, okay. let's go. We got a little bit of a song. Hello. 
getting it is a close-up of tom cruise's new teeth <laughs> Some big um, teeth. kevin porter yes. this picture of demi where he's like <clears throat> in a all dressed up in a chair making a deal what is this picture oh yeah i think this was uh this is from a shoot from mel magazine from like a month ago mm-hmm. i love it there's a feature where uh we demi and i had a conversation about what masculinity means in 2020. And, uh, they put in there, they had a whole issue about it. It was different conversations about that. So it was a photo shoot from that feature. I love it. And it's called Mel magazine. Mel, M E L. Yeah. Great magazine. A lot of great writers working there. And now are you photo photographed in there too? No, no, just Demi. Well, I mean, I am now. Hey, look, <laughs> hey, look, we're having an arm wrestling match. Oh, that's fun. Uh, Okay. Number one, how many true islands are there in the Hawaiian island chain, not including, is it atolls, atolls, not including atolls, islets, etc. So here's the choices. A, five, B, six, C, seven, D, eight, E, nine, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, does everyone have their answer? Yes. 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 Okay. I'm going to do something I don't normally do, which is I'm going to ask everyone to keep their own score. Is everyone good with that? Okay. Okay. Now, as you can see, I'm going to do some fancy, I'm going to have to, I was trying to show you guys the way I'm doing this so as to not cheap it. Answer, sliding it down. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay, here we go. The answer is D, eight. What? Yeah. Wow, I put What's seven. What's the eighth? Damn. I put seven as well. I don't know, but for some reason I knew it was eight, but I couldn't name yeah. all of them. I can only name four that I remember hearing eight. What? I don't this know if you guys heard, but I figured out a blinker in high school, so. <laughs> May is like, you know, like how Pluto became not a planet. Maybe right. an island got graduated, promoted oh, yeah. to being an island. All right, two. Which colors are on the Hawaii state flag? A, red, white, and blue. B, red and yellow. C, green and yellow. D, blue, green, and white. Or E, green, yellow, black, and red. Do you need those again? No. No. I guessed. All right. Let me know when everyone has their answer. Ready. Okay. I think it is A, red, white, and blue. And the answer is A, red, white, and blue. Oh, yeah. Swear I didn't cheat. Okay. Three. How many letters are in the Hawaiian alphabet? A, nine. 
B13, C16, D19, E21? Let me know when everyone has their answers. Ready. Ready. I think we should say what we think it is. I'm going with 21, even though I feel like my first instinct was that it's a different answer, but then I'm like, that's not enough. So anyway, I'm going with 21, and I think I'm wrong. Anyone? I think it's I'm 12. also going with 21. I went 16. I, there is not 12. <laughs> There's no 12? <laughs> no. That's what it says on Google, though. <laughs> there's thir- there's 13 if you want that one what okay then i'll do 13 okay okay uh the correct answer is b 13 that's what i thought hey, it was hey, there you go yeah all right i have one point what do you guys have one, one. two mm. yeah, okay okay. Kicking okay. Our ass. well he all skipped right. some grades yeah <laughs> he's very smart i have as many points as grades i skipped <laughs> <laughs> no more <laughs> Which public official or officials have recently or has recently been embroiled in federal and state level scandals and is now convicted felon or convicted felons? Now, this quiz was sent in in December. So uh, if you happen to be aware of some Hawaiian scandals from December, A, former chief of police Louis Kialoha, B, former city and county deputy prosecutor Catherine Kialoha. C, both of the Kialohas, they are married. D, city prosecutor Keith Kaneshiro, or E, all of the above. I put Louie. I'm going with E, because what the hell? All of the above is my answer. I said B. I don't even remember what it was, because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I said the couple, both the husband and wife, C. Renee, you're, you're right. Look at me. Damn. Didn't they sound like they were in cahoots? As yeah. she read off the names, you're like, that. I feel like they're working together. Yeah. Okay. Five. So now Renee and Kevin are tied. Five. Ooh. Hawaii is home to the only beach in the USA that was voted as one of the best beaches in the world. Name that beach. A. Waikiki Beach, Oahu. B. Lanakai Beach, Oahu. C. Kanapali Beach, Maui, D, Poipu Beach, Kauai, E, Punalu'u Beach, the Big Island. I am going to have to read that again to myself. <laughs> Hawaii is home to the only beach in the USA that was voted as one of the best beaches. Wouldn't you think that all of those beaches would be the best beaches in the sure. world? Of course. Yeah, Why we're c- getting picky. Yeah. <laughs> so I get. I wonder where the rest of the, oh, maybe like Jamaica. Okay. Waikiki Beach, Lanakai, Kanapali, Poipu, or Punalu'u? I've been to a couple of those. Did they pass muster? They were pretty good. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big beach guy, but I'll, I'll make an exception in Hawaii. Um, I'm a big beach guy now. Yeah, yeah you became this one month. Yeah. during this. Yes. <laughs> Here I come. I like it. Okay. Um, do you guys have your answer? Yes. I do. Yeah. I think it's C, the one in Maui. What do you guys think? That's what I said. I, I said C. D, Poipu, the one in Kauai. Okay, let's see. Correct answer, B, Lanakai. Or, I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. I'm sure it's like Lanikai Beach, what island Oahu. Is that? Oahu. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Big fat goose egg. C. <laughs> I mean, sorry, six. Which of the following movies was not filmed in Hawaii? A, Six Days, Seven Nights. 
B, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. C, Honeymoon in Vegas. D, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. E, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. They're both Welcome to the... Oh, they remade it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me make that more clear. The 1995 Jumanji or the 20, 2017 Jumanji? <laughs> Welcome back to the jungle. <laughs> right. Uh, so the question is, which was not filmed in Hawaii? Go over them one more time, please. A, Six Days, Seven Nights. I don't even know what movie that is. Do you? Wasn't Guys. that uh, Harrison Ford? That. And That's Harrison Anne Ford Haish. and Anne Haish. I will give you Do a you hint. Call I would in Hawaii. tell you <laughs> yes. if, that, if they were like, would describe that, I'd be like, it's in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, so I think that like one it. definitely, yeah. yeah Did you guys movie, ever see that? Did you it ever starts with that? him crashing his plane on one of the islands mm. and then them trying one. to get his pilot's license <laughs> taken away from him. <laughs> Did you see that terrible movie? Oh, I just got that. Did you see that terrible movie, uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights with What's-Her-Face and What's-His-Face? I loved it. Shansa Sossaman and Josh Hartnett. What happened to either of them? Well, they continued to not have sex and both passed away of it. <laughs> Possibly. I no. hear they're starting a podcast. That's right. Uh, <laughs> on okay. Airwolf. <laughs> B, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. C, Honeymoon in Vegas. D, the 1995 Jumanji. Or E, the 2017 Jumanji. I, for no discernible reason, I'm going to go with E. I just feel like that new Jumanji, I don't think they were in Hawaii, but I really don't know. What about you guys? I'm putting Vegas. Yeah, I put Honeymoon in Vegas. See? Um, I, yeah, I really Vegas. didn't know. I thought I was going to be confident in this, but no. I put Hunger Games. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oh, Hunger Games is totally Hawaii, bro. I've seen it like once ever, and it was a long time ago. Okay. Oh. <gasps> None of us were right. It's D, the 1995 Jumanji. Oh, that if it makes might sense. Be since, yeah. Or at least one of the Jumanji since they put two yeah. in there. Yeah. Okay. I, I, went, I, I went the wrong Jumanji. Okay. So again, it's Tony and me each with one and you guys with two. Is that? I still got that two, Jack. Okay. <laughs> Seven. If you want to get a discount for being a Hawaii resident, what is the discount called? A- Aloha State Discount, B, Islander Discount, C, Hawaii Resident Discount, D, Kapuna Discount, E, Kamaaina Discount. If you want to get a discount for being a Hawaii resident, what Come is on, Eilina Discount. You have to sing the whole song sing it. you get 5% off your drink. Nice. I have my, <laughs> I have my answer to you guys. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I think it's just called the Hawaii Resident Discount. What do you guys think it's called? I said I went Islander, even more basic. I said D. I don't even know what the word Kapuna. was. Kapuna. Yeah. Is that what you guys you guys two Kapunas? I guess don't so. make it right. It's E, comma Aina <sighs> discount. Whoa. Sing it. Sing it. <laughs> sing, sing it. it. <laughs> you have to sing uh, it. Okay. Eight. <laughs> Which statement about Hawaii is false? A. Hawaii has only been a state for 60 years. B. The Hawaiian Islands are the most isolated place on the planet. C. Hawaii is home to the world's largest pineapple maze. D. The most southern point of the USA is in Hawaii. Or E. 
Hawaii is the number one is number one in per capita homelessness in the USA. Which one is not true? Which one's false? false. This is really crazy because don't all of them seem false? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they seem like they have false potential. Mm-hmm. I'm excited that almost all of them are true. Do you mind doing them one more time? You can do it. Uh, that's so interesting. Who knows? Hawaii has only been a state for 60 years. The Hawaiian Islands are the most isolated place on the planet. Hawaii is home to the world's largest pineapple maze. The most southern point of the USA is in Hawaii, and Hawaii is number one in per capita homelessness. Hmm. I have my answer, even though I think I'm wrong. Same. Okay, I'm going with B because most isolated place on the planet is like, what does that even mean? Yeah, that's what I <laughs> said as well. Okay. I'm oh, going wait. pineapple oh, wait. No, maze this is just to be- because it Sorry. seems so obvious. No, I don't want to say B. I want to say... What do you want to say? I'm going E, the homelessness. For, oh, yeah. That was... Uh, what? You guys. Uh-oh. We really... It? Wait, Kevin, what did you think it was? I said homelessness. It's C, Hawaii's home to the world's largest pineapple maze. That's what I said. That's the correct answer. How? I don't know. It, mu- it must exist Where somewhere else. Where is the world's largest one? Yeah, that has the most was- homelessness? How is that... How can that be? And how can it be the most isolated? Damn. Well, they probably they don't have that much COVID right now. That'll change as restrictions like with isolated. Yeah. Do they just mean because it's just in the middle of the ocean and there's not right any in other that land case? Nearby? True. <laughs> yeah, I thought it had to do with people. And there were people. Hawaii has no rabies. That I know. Like they're very strict with animal quarantine. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. And then we got two more. So Renee, you have three now, right? You've pulled into the lead. Will you be calling me the blinker champ when I win? <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, I won't. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it. <laughs> the Hawaiian Islands were once known as A, the Sandwich Islands, B, Pacificana, C, the Halfway Point. Uh-oh. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> D, Manapua Islands, or E, Kanalu... Kanalu, Kanalu Kea. Kaina Naula Kea. I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> but anyway. I'm logged in. Me too. Same. All right. I'm going with C, the halfway point. What about you guys? Manupeya. I said B. Halfway point. All right. Let's see here. The correct answer. Is, oh, no. I thought it, I almost got you guys. Sorry, I should tell you the answer and then I should tell you what happened. It was firing in my brain. It's the Sandwich Islands. Oh, really? Delicious. I almost guessed that. You can change it. <laughs> I almost did a lot of things in life. <laughs> oh, my God. And I just looked at the answer to the last one. So I'm out of the last one. Okay, I'm off the board anyway. All right, and the final question. Let's do a quick tally again of scores. I had one and now I'm out. I have one. Kevin has two. Renee has three. Okay. Now I do have a tiebreaker here. Oh my gosh, you guys. I don't know what's (laughs) happening. Are we sorry? Are we not fun? You're the most fun. You're the most fun. It's my it's my child. We're not good enough. (laughs) You're the best. You're too good. You're too good. 
Which island was never conquered by King Kamehameha? Cuddy. <laughs> A, Hawaii, the big island. B, Maui. C, Lanai. Lanai. D, Oahu. Eight, Kauai. Which one was never conquered by King Kamehameha? Kamehameha. I got mine. I got mine, but it doesn't matter. Anyways. What do you think the answer is? Kauai. Maui. I also yes, said Kauai. It is Kauai. Hey. Oh, no. oh my God. Blinker champ in the house. Damn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, it's, it's so funny what guessing can do. Sometimes it works out. <laughs> hey, really that's a good rule of life. That's all we have left is Americans You just got to guess. Life is you a guess. You just got to guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to say a hello and a welcome to my new patrons. Sam, Amanda, Natalie, Carly, Liz, Juliet, Magora, Carly. And I looked it up and I'm like, wait, I wrote Carly twice. Two different Carlys. Whoa. Two Carlys. Rachel, Bobby, Peter, Jacob, Greg. Marsha, Jan, Cindy, Karen, and V. Davis is Alice. Justin, Nicole, and Courtney. What? This group. That's a big haul. I know. That's a good group. I love them. Thank you. Welcome. I hope you enjoy yourselves. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Also, I am on Cameo. uh, And as a Mother's Day promotion... I'm turning them around in 24 hours and I've lowered my price. So cameo.com slash Allison Rosen. If you want me to say hello to someone, um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to my other podcast, Childish, and the video from those is up on YouTube. So go to youtube.com slash Allison Rosen and, uh, subscribe, won't you? Because, um, uh, I'm, I'm starting to use YouTube again. And I forgot that I often read uh, Apple Podcast reviews, good and bad here. And I forgot that I do that. So I didn't forget I do it, but I forgot to get them. So anyway, um, leave them and then maybe I'll read them next time. Thank you so much for subscribing and downloading. It helps out the show so much. Kat, thank you for sending in the Hawaii quiz. That was super fun. Renee was is fun. the champ, the blinker, blinker champ. champ. Thank you. And um, I thank you for making sure you include that every that. time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I threw out my plugs as if I was going to end the show. And so now it's your turn to do your plugs. But I feel like, is there anything we need to discuss before we bring this one home? Uh, a- Renee's got something to say. No, you got to go first, Kevin. I got I got a little something, but you got to go. You got to go. I like oh, my, my thing was just the observation that two years from now, we're going to... And we're going to find out what people were actually doing during this time. We're going to hear stories of like, this person was on Instagram saying, guys, stay at home. It's important. And then like what they were actually doing <laughs> in private and in darkness. Those stories are going to come flooding You mean out. like having secret parties and stuff? Yeah. No, I mean mm. like holding hands or hooking up to break quarantine. Like yeah. people are going to... People are crumbling, I think, privately. So I I look forward to all those anecdotes and think pieces uh, 24 months from now. See, because I am really being like very strict with my lockdown and I go, am I an idiot for for following the rules that much? No, it's like, no, the rest of the country is trying to gaslight you into thinking you are, but you're not. Okay. No. Because I really have been craving a. There's a restaurant that makes salads, and I've been craving one of their salads. But I won't even eat non-cooked food that's from takeout places. 
But I'm not sure that that makes sense because well, I mean, yeah, you delivery. could probably let yourself do that. Yeah, takeout yeah. and delivery is safer than grocery stores because mm-hmm. there's a one person to one person interaction rather than like hundreds of people. Takeout? No, sorry. Yes, like drive-through takeout. That kind of situation. Either or. Me. But delivery, I feel more okay with because then you can clean off the outside of the package. But I mean, I guess the reason at the beginning it was like cooked food is safe because the heat will, you know, kill any virus or something. Not that there's even any evidence that it's transmitted that way. But of course, a human is touching it after it's cooked. So I don't know that like un- that a salad is any more worrisome than a cooked item, you know? I don't know. Right. But again, there's no evidence that it... Have that. Should I do it? Maybe yeah. I'll do it. I might go And it'll salad. help that restaurant. It'll... Yeah. That's- Girl, that's have that salad. salad. <laughs> Get that salad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Tony, now I am going to ask you to make a drop of girl, have that salad. <laughs> girl, have that salad. Have that salad. <laughs> Wait, do it again because I talked over it. Sorry. Girl, have that salad. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and Renee, what was the thing you wanted to say? Yes. Um, and now listen, uh, the writing was on the wall. You heard about the cascade of compliments. Of course, of course, I was on Best Friends fan cast. Uh, to talk about what a fan I am oh, of cool. Alison Rosen, I got to talk to Lisa oh. and Rafi. Uh, what a what a treat! What a what a They're good group of guys! Uh, yeah, so I don't I don't know when that's coming out, but uh, it's going to come out, and we say nice things about you. That's so cool. When Very did you do nice. that? You. <laughs> Do days matter anymore? No. Maybe they're about all the, a week at, ago. In the words of Greg Fitzsimmons, they're all the, because I said to him, um, do you care if we do it like Sunday or Monday is one day better? And he goes, they're all the same. It's the same day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're so great. You have the greatest fans. They I are, um, they're so sweet. lucky. I have the best listeners and BFF fan cast is super fun. Um, yeah. well, that's awesome. So everyone look out for that. Uh, Renee, where can we find you? And please plug. Yes, I am really only just hustling for my dog's Instagram at this point, and I feel like that's where we should like be you're doing at. A really good job good at this point. I don't know that it I is. Liked his green eyebrow from pollen. Yeah, what's he doing? How'd that happen to We're him? Focusing uh, on what's popping. That's that's what's important <laughs> so right true. now. I am a little sad that that is going to be my legacy. What'd you do during quarantine? Oh, I really ramped up my dog's Instagram. <laughs> hey, better than some uh, people's legacy during quarantine. You can this be is proud true. of this Tugboat. Is true. Thank him. you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, Tugboat the Fluffy Pit is uh, is kicking. And that is all I have to offer right now. <laughs> I will say, uh, let me tell you that a friend of mine, uh, I was telling her about Tugboat and then she checked yes. out his Instagram and then uh, I've been meaning to tell you this like a week ago or something. She texted me and she's like, I got to tell you, Tugboat's Instagram is getting me through this. Oh, wow. What a nice that service. That's very sweet. That's so yeah. sweet. Uh, very kind. It, I wish I could tell you it was anything more interesting than he just he keeps a daily schedule, and so we just kind of showcase uh, his his schedule and whether or well, not he he's started able to meditating, check off his list. right? He did. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's cool. That he's kind of getting into that like Eastern <laughs> philosophy <laughs> stuff right now. It's time to stretch his uh, his you world. Gotta, I just have gotta. been quite impressed at the way Tugboat seems to get outside regularly and like does seem to be practicing self care. And then it like, but, but in my mind, it's really like, oh, good for him. And then sure. I realize like, it's you, <laughs> it's you <laughs> keeping him to this schedule to, to so do it every day. You. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the way that we do it is because the parks, everything's closed. Actually, the dog parts are open, but I'm with you, Allison, that I feel weird about that. Yeah. 
I don't, who knows? Maybe you should. But, uh, so there is a, uh, a school parking lot right next to us that, uh, is gated on one side. So we just go super early in the morning and I let him run around a parking lot. And that's his Rashim. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. And yeah. Kevin, uh, plug and I feel like there's another verb that I usually plug say. and hug. Plug and, plug and hug. hug. That's plug what you play. say. Mm-hmm. Plug and hug. Listen to Good Christian Fun. Listen to Inside Voices. Follow me at Kevin T. Porter. And give your neighbors a nice big hug. Someone just knocked at the door. <laughs> right I as you know. You got a visitor right there. You got to find That's out who strange. it is. Oh, maybe you don't want to answer the door, though. Is it a package? Uh, I don't know. I can answer the door now if you guys yes. want me to. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's go see who's at the door. <laughs> This is fun. This is we a mystery. Are, are we about to hear Wait. Kevin get murdered? I know. I hope not. This- <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Can we hear anything? I know. I'm just letting it just be a delivery, right? I feel like nobody yeah, thinks they should be on right? doors right now. No, right? they shouldn't be. They I should. Be. Well, did he say the password plug and hug? And now he's <laughs> 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 gone for a while. Yeah. Should we How big be is his apartment? <laughs> what do we think? Renee, do you have a skylight? No. What oh, right, because you're on oh, the bottom the, floor. The, looks, yeah, the, just the lamp. But it does look. It looks like uh, a, from here, it looks like you well, have a skylight. That's cool. Because that's uh, a lamp thing, so it's nice. just bright. Gotcha. All Kevin, right. what happened? Yeah, we're, well, we're happy to see that you're not murdered. I just realized that um, we've been having people paint the building that I'm staying in. Staying in where I live. <laughs> I'm, I'm living in currently. And uh, they took the, the numbers down from our doors, me and my next door neighbors. And they did make a creative decision to switch our numbers. So now oh, I'm getting no. all his packages. <laughs> I just realized that because I accidentally got one of his packages earlier today, brought it inside, then looked at the label. Which his his name is Kevin too. My next one. Oh no! Yeah. So I was like, Kevin checks out. Ke- oh no, that not me. So I had to like take it back out. So all the all the nice delivery people are are taking it to the wrong door right now. Aww. Can they wait? Are these like numbers that attach, or are they painted the numbers on? There's they're numbers that attach, so it is reversible. That's so ripe for a me cute. I wish it was a cute girl. Or- <laughs> oh, the neighbor. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's a very cute couple. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All yeah. Right. So I see I see intrigue and I see a thruple. Yeah, no, that's absolutely going to happen. No, I have like very nice very hot neighbors. I'm very grateful for it right now. Right, you only surround yourself with attractive people. Keep right, attractive down company. to where I live is, 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 is qualified by that. Yes. I need to ask the question that I'm sure is on everyone's mind. Are you guys going to redo the numbers yourself or are you going to ask these people to read? Like, how does this, do you talk to your landlord? What happens? I'm going to text my landlord because he's very chill and nice and easy. So I'll, I'll just text him and go from there. Please keep us updated. Tony, <laughs> plugs uh, and hugs. Yes, plugs and hugs. <laughs> just the usual at Tony Facts on Twitter and Instagram. Bizarre albums every Tuesday. This week is on the uh, Spanish version of the debut David Lee Roth album. Love that. That's a real thing that happened. Hell yeah. That's you it. You guys, listeners, thank you for listening. You guys, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, I feel like I was a little bit like, I feel like to use the word from before, I feel like I burbled my malaise at you a little bit. So sorry for the malaise burbling. Um, <laughs> we but can I appreciate take it. it. <laughs> also, no, you're okay. fine. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys, everyone, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know? 
about the Allison Rosen Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen. Yeah. 